right, we're Arts and Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. I'm R. Brandon Long, along with Todd Oberndorfer. Todd Oberndorfer. Oberndorfer. Todd Oberndorfer. Oberndorfer. We say it a little different in Ogden. It's Oberndorfer. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a little bit of like... I have an accent. East Side Oberndorfer. I'm Terrace. It's Terrace Side. (laughs) (laughs) What am I then? Like, Bench Side. I don't know, but my mom said she she caught that where you're like, so Todd's not Todd at the top anymore. Nope. Yep. On request, I'm getting a paid. <laughs> There's like something there. It'll it'll apply at some point, but yeah. Yeah. All right, we're hosts for the greatest podcast in all the land. No offense, Eric. That's right. <laughs> He's quiet. All right, so jumping right in, I guess uh, you can't subscribe by the way on YouTube. Arts and Adventure are. I want to tease Todd if you don't mind. I want to tease the audience with the adventure news that's to come because we have two wonderful guests and we'll talk about them. Do you have arts to talk about? Yeah, I got a couple things. Do you want to tease your arts stories? I'm going to tease a little bit about the Ogden Christmas light parade. Oh, that's good. You know, that's good. Chat about that. Okay. And then what's my other tease? I think it's, oh, it's holiday markets. Holiday markets. Okay, yeah. very good. Okay, so the adventure updates will be Bullfrog Out of Water, When Work Parties Go Wrong, The Clone Wars Winter Collection, and Take Your Little Brother to Work Day, parentheses, so he can fall 1,000 feet down a mountain, in parentheses. Are we choosing? <laughs> are we choosing some of those, or we're we gonna hear? Uh, they're about? pretty quick. I'll go fast. I'll go fast. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm but, excited. Yeah, but thanks for asking. I want to hear about that one right now. Like right take your brother second. to work day. Yeah. Let's just start with that. I got to do work. Okay. It I gotta, sounds horrible though. I got to do work on this. Um, in other words, uh, you, okay. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. Uh, let's see if I can bring this up on Listen, the. This new podcast, we got to keep keep each other on our toes. No, I appreciate this. Okay, so I just brought this up here. This is a, a film by a professional skier, Nikolai Shermer, who decides to bring his brother to work. Brother, back in the game. Uh, I'm Severin, the littlest Shermer bro. Bring your brother to work week. With Severin, it's just like, I know, like, you trust me. Bros, yes. on top. So all of a sudden, there's like this huge responsibility on me. Pro skier. And I know our mom. I do not want to kill her little baby boy. Oh, yes. Come on, little brother. He's killing it. He's killing it. Oh, that's good. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, oh shit. He's oh, tomahawking. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Stop. He's tomahawking down the side of a gorgeous mountain. This face is beautiful. It says, Bring Your Brother to Work Week is the name of this short film. It's sponsored by Nerona. Um, Bring Your Brother to Work Week. Um, I have <laughs> yeah. three. It's about 13 minutes. I watched the whole thing earlier today. It's absolutely brilliant. I highly recommend it. He fell, the brother fell for 54 seconds. Almost a full minute straight, he fell, tomahawked. That's one, a really big mountain, and two, a really, really long fall. And everything turned out okay? And he, you got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. It's called Take Your Little Brother to Work Day. It's on YouTube. It's free. Anybody can download it and watch it. Uh, and they're, I don't know where they're from, but they're, happy the mountains are gorgeous. Ending? It's wonderful. You'll ending. see. Oh, okay, wonderful. Good, good, good. The best ending you could hope for. Okay, good. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. It's stunning. The scenery, everything, and I think this—it's more like a blog. Like he brings a film crew with him, but it's kind of like a blog for his YouTube. And it's what they hike and what they ski down is unreal. That's awesome. So, what's Nerona? Uh, it's a brand of clothing that's high end, like Arcteryx. We used to carry a little bit of it at Gear Thirty, but I don't it's, think I know Nerona. Yeah, it's pretty you. good stuff. That's, that's yeah. a great story. Thanks for starting that. Anytime, anytime. All right, bring in our guests this week. We have representing Arts Angelica Brewer. Ogden City Poet Laureate. Where's the, where's the things? Are you cheering for yourself? The, yeah, we can cheer. Yay. There's a clapping outside. <laughs> yeah. I have applause somewhere. There it is. Okay, there it is. All right, bring it down. Bring it down a little much. Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so Representing uh, Adventure, Eric Manning with the Trust Foundation in Northern Utah. Eric Manning. Eric. The mic's not on, boss. No. <laughs> that was on purpose. That was on purpose. Really? You don't? Ha- you can't hear anything? Hello, hello. What? Give me a break. Punk. Are you serious? Let's try this. Go I kind of love this, actually. Yeah, c- you know why? Because he's... Give me something, something in there. Hello. Hi, how are you? How come that's not working? One, two, three, four. You're four. Hello. Someone. I, yeah. I can hear you. Am I just hearing you out? Yeah, I think you're mic? just hearing you. Oh. oh, probably. I don't think you're hearing about okay. headphones. Now try. Hi. Yeah. Hey, yeah there we go. I'm really Better. here now. Okay, so yeah, now that it go. works, turn it off. <laughs> yeah. There Can we go. start over? Yeah. Okay. Like from the top. Okay, yeah. Like okay, from the beginning. Introducing from the adventure side of things, no, Eric Manning. Oh, my God. Way back. All right. This is where Arch Adventure. <laughs> some of the airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Let's go back to Todd's <laughs> name because there was some gems. <laughs> you, you, uh, wanted to, you wanted to chime in, didn't you? Many it times. Hurt. And Brandon looked at me like it once hurt. and I'm looking at him like, You've got me on mute. Oh, that's so funny. It's okay. I, I, it wasn't official mute. It was unofficial mute. I had, you know, I had everything down. I don't so, know. Yeah. He said, best podcast in the land. Sorry, Eric. And I, he wouldn't let me reply. <laughs> <laughs> Planned it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I'm a not deliberate dumb. motion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <sighs> anyway, okay. Eric, should we start with you then? Yeah. Okay. I think I've been pretty disruptive. <laughs> uh, let's start with you. Uh, you are one and a half beers in. On this uh, evening here tonight. Well, that's good to preface that. Uh, it, wow. We need to know these things because I was like three <laughs> beers in and should have mentioned that a couple podcasts ago. But um, Eric Manning, Charles Foundation, Northern Utah. So when you were three, mm-hmm. third grade, fourth grade, not three, but three. let's go third grade or fourth grade. Okay. Did you dream of becoming the becoming in charge of a nonprofit? Um, no. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I don't know if I was three or third or fourth grade. That was a pretty big gap he's there. He's giving but. you a range is what he's doing. Yeah, there. I like so that Anywhere range. between age three and third or fourth grade. So no dreams of no, being a No, not until like profit? fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, fifth grade, things started really kicking for me. I understand. <laughs> what did you think? The you do would... good portion of you kicked in. Yeah, yeah. It's like, maybe I should help others. <laughs> oh, but no, when I was in third or fourth grade, it was all soccer. Pro all, the, all the time. You're doing that tonight. I should. Well, yeah, I'm coaching tonight, but I should be in the World Cup right now, according to my third and fourth grade self. Wait, so so actually the beers are sort of drowning some sorrows. Not really. I'm, I'm 51, so if someone had me on their team now, they would definitely. What's the oldest player in the World Cup? Do you know? Nope. 30? Late 30s, right? You think? 40. There you might think be maybe 40. There's 40. some 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And some of the 
the African nations don't have birth certificates, apparently. So they could be older or younger. And that's yeah, the we truth. We don't know. We don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 But no, nonprofit. Mm-mm. Nonprofit, nothing. No. Okay. Not even five years ago. Okay. So what do you do for Charles Foundation in Northern Utah? Not enough, to be honest. So <laughs> I'm the executive director. We don't go by ED anymore. Uh, so. Is that an age joke or no? Okay, no. I just hear those commercials all the time on yeah, the radio. No. I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anything called mm-hmm. back to us. No, I mean we. Uh, I'd like to think we do a good job in northern Utah. I mean, primarily Weber County, but uh, yeah, everything trails. We try and do what we can. So, grant writing, education, etiquette, funding, building, maintaining. Just everything we can do. What's the hardest part about being the executive director for Charles Foundation, Nor- Northern Utah? Man, I didn't know we were going this direction. Um, <laughs> talking about your work. I know. It's after hours. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, I mean, we'll really, it's, it's just I think anybody can relate to this in business in general, but nonprofits, just funding. That's the hardest part because there's so many things you want to do. So many, and you have so much momentum. Obviously, we have an amazing community on all levels, um, but everything boils down to funding. So the questions get asked all the time. You know what you should do? You know what would be cool? You know what would be great? And in my head, I'm like, yes, yes, and yes. Um, but unfortunately, so much does come down to funding. So what you're saying is unlimited funding. You don't know how to spend it. Like there's literally so much money coming in. Oh, we could we could easily figure it out. Yeah. Projects are expensive. Projects, Let's get that straight. I think that I, th- I don't think people know just how expensive trails are. They are. So I think the first time I heard you talking about that, I'm like, that can't be right. No, that's, but it can. Like, it makes sense. Well, because there's more to it than a shovel, right? And that's what people think. Oh, I can build a trail for less, but I mean, I had a meeting today that we need to do like stream alteration permits, NEPA studies all this stuff before you even do anything. So there's costs there, there's engineering. So kind of on an average, you look at, you know, um, natural surface trails can range in the of $10 a linear foot, right? In that area, up or down one way or another. So, I mean, that's a lot of money for, for the distance, right? And that's just obviously like building new trail, there's maintenance, but everything's expensive. So how do you make money? How do you bring money in to spend it? To well, spend all the dollars. Not well enough right now, but um, obviously our membership campaign's huge, um, and that's been going. We just started our third year. You started that. Yeah. Yep. Good yep. job. Three years ago, that was kind of, uh, you know, and I, and I say I started it, but I think with the organization being around for twenty-seven years, there's ideas that have always floated. It's just a matter of getting things going right okay. bandwidth is a word that we hear too much but you know it is it's like people time money so our membership campaign's huge uh the donation side of things is huge grant writing grants um and then we have How right many, now did you have grant writing training before this or is this the first time you've ever written grants when you came to work with charles foundation so when i was in high school i didn't like english writing papers and I wish I would have liked it more funny funny we have somebody <laughs> we might but, have someone who can help you with but you know grant writing there's a nuance to it it's not as easy as 
you know, writing stuff. I mean, you have to have budgets and letters of support and, you know, everything in the sun, you know, and you got to figure when you're writing a grant, you're not the only person doing it. So how do you draw attention to yours and make yours move to the top of the list? You put like stars and smiley faces. I use colored paper and Axe body spray. Is that (laughs) on my paper? Yeah, I just spray it that way. Todd, is that how you do it? Because Todd's into this world as well. I would count. I would count negative points. You would? With the Axe. What flavor? I would because there's different flavors. You just got to nail it right. Like there's probably like Black Lagoon, Midnight Love, like different flavors. Right? Oh I'm thinking it's Bro Number One. Okay. Bro Number Three. I do not like that one at all. At all. I don't get rid of that oh. one. That, that one's good at the club though. <laughs> that one's really good. Bro Number Three. <laughs> Oh, he knows these things. Okay. No, but it, yeah. we do. no, but it's all those little things you need to stand out in a in a grant. And it's hard. Thing. It is. Yeah. It's like it is. It comes down to, you know, making it stand out, making it so people understand it. It helps different area community, youth, you know, um, actively aging, you know, active transportation, environment. I mean, there's so many buzz words, and those change a lot. But I think. You know, real, realistically, when people put in for a grant, all of them, most of, most of the time, are deserving, right? So that's the hard part. So I would never want to be on a committee. Like, RAMP does a great job here, right? But those committees, that would be hard because you get so many submissions for different dollar amounts and to make that decision to, you know, realistically approve a project or if they don't get funding, that project's dead. That's a that would be tough. So no pressure to anybody that listens that approves grants. Can you? And, uh, and for me, like my experience with with grants as well is the fact that such a big percentage of that is 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 knowing the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a Wait, matching it, funds it, for real because it, it works against you. You have to be good with people. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yep. And uh, that's something you've never been very good at. That's another strike. Axe body spray and talking to people. So, but so anyway, I'm hiring somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, right now. Yeah. You're going to close things out with a call. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, comment on Brandon's post on this this topic. Oh. Um, but then our two, our two big fundraisers, we do our annual author event, um, which was hugely successful this last one um, we had at the Timber Mine. Um, Nate Schweber came in from New York. He writes for the Times, just wrote a book. Uh, unbelievable speaker. I mean, it's, you know, we've all been to author events that sometimes aren't engaging. And, you know, this one was unbelievable. Um, so we're setting up our next author event for next year. And then the granddaddy of them all, the one I'm probably most excited about because it will be a legacy event, is the Northern Utah Trail Fest that we uh, put on with uh, Goal Foundation and Weber County Parks and Rec. So that we just had in October, uh, the other guest, I'm not going to say any names just in case, but um, was there and a hu- had a huge piece to the puzzle um, to that. So that's our, that's our fundraising. And, but the bad thing is you never know what it's going to bring in. You know, donations could be down. You won't get a grant. You know, when you're doing an event, you don't know if you can hit your numbers. So again, you're budgeting with kind of, you know, living on a so, prayer. So what do you do with Joby. the money? You just, with like Bon Jovi. Yeah. You it's all trails or do you, are there other things you do besides build hats, hats, hats? Well, you know, we have a small budget that we put together and we try and, 
increase that if we have some swag hats shirts mm-hmm. you know the fun stuff but it's marketing right you want people mm-hmm. out there wearing cool stuff we're, we're not there to patagonia but we're working there um, but most of it does it goes into planning you know i mean obviously we have a very small staff i'm the only full-time employee uh, we do have three now uh, part-time staff members that are absolutely incredible um, and I will say this openly without them, this organization being a lot of trouble because they're fantastic. We tried to get all three of them actually before you saw they found out I was coming. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> well, Brandon says, Brandon says, bring some, bring people. I'm like, well, both my friends are busy. <laughs> both. We were they both saying, are washing yeah. their hair. I don't know how that happened. We were not going to say you were the fourth choice, but well, I think last time I was busy. like, I, yeah. last time, well, fourth choice is better than last choice. I think last time I was on, it was almost like, Who's walking by? Is that Eric? Bring him in. Bring him in. You know? And then it was like, wait a minute. What about that guy? Uh, We'll bring Eric. (laughs) No, that is not. This is only the third episode of the new Ogden Arts and Adventure show. And we wanted you. Yeah. Sooner than later. Okay. So because you. Everybody's gone for the holiday. I get it. It's almost Thanksgiving. I get it. Who's a loser who has no friends or family? Hey, we got him. It may or may not be true. uh, Yeah. Uh, okay, so you spend the money on trails and swag, I guess. You know, trails, planning. Um, I mean, there's a lot that goes on. We, <clears throat> Like I said, it, a lot of it is operational for the staff. We use, you know, that money as well to match grants. You know, that's one thing when you write a grant. It's not like you're just asking for, you know, $20,000. They want to know you've got $20,000 to match it with, mm. right? So you have to, in order to get big grants, you've got to have money to show that you can you know, like an outdoor rec grant, you can get up to $300,000, but you've got to have $150,000. So if you only have 50,000, you can write for a hundred thousand. Wow. So the more money you can write for more. So you're doubling it. So the money that comes in like membership campaigns and all the fundraising and stuff, obviously we got to pay the bills. Um, you know, we have rent, uh, which TFNU is looking for a new space. If anybody out there knows that, so it's a shameless okay. plug for us, but okay. you know, you have utilities, rent, you know, staff in order to get all that stuff done. Um, but you also need it to try and double, you know. We have a picnic table if you get kicked out and need a place, just so you know. What, where did you get your familiarity with the trails? Tell everyone about how you started on the trails. Because you you run a lot. I was a runaway at a young age and needed a place to stay. Um, There's solace in the trails. Yeah, do you remember? (laughs) Old story. So Goonies, when they are threatening to take his hand and they're going to chop it up in the chopper, and he's like, when I was He's being really honest. Yeah, he's really, really honest, and that's that's where we are right now in this podcast. Without a chopper. Eric's going to be very honest about this. We're going to put his hand in the blender. In the blender, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds bad. (laughs) Vitamix or ninja? (laughs) Let's just call it a a new segment of the show. (laughs) Vitamix. Put him in the blender. Get a sponsor. Get a Vitamix on this show right here. That's a good idea. Vitamix or not cheap, that would be a really good sponsor. I'm telling you. That's my dream. You're in the blender. Well, no, I've, I grew up with my dad. Um, yeah, I was really close with my dad and outdoors was kind of, it was just something we did. Um, and that was the originality of me being just outdoors and enjoying that. Um, but then a friend of mine started doing trail running and I thought he was crazy and, um, joined But you're him. a runner because you, a soccer, right? Okay. Let's get this. Str- I was a soccer player, but I hated running. You know, when you're playing you soccer, sprint, you're not right? running. Yeah, yeah. When you're playing soccer, you're chasing a ball. So no, at least different. there's no running in soccer. So that's good. <laughs> exactly. Just stand around. But you don't realize it, yeah. right? You don't, it's like a cat chasing a, a red, you know, laser beam, right? Oh, They're just okay. having fun. So it's okay. the same thing. So I yeah. did, I hated running. Did um, you run with like a 
ball in front of you on the trails to get you to go down the trail at first. Now, sort of, I'm gonna, that would show some skill. That'd yeah. Be pretty no, yeah. but challenge accepted. I'll try yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like fun. to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I just, it's just, I don't know. I think trails mean something different for everybody. You know, it could be, you know, like me growing up with my dad, you know, being outside in nature. It could be, you know, families putting down electronics to get outside to be together. It could be where people go to recharge. You know, everybody has their thing. And it may, it may not be trails. There's all kinds of stuff. But I think for me, that's what it was, is just I love being outside. I love to see where I can go without a car, you know, and me, a bike. You know, I like to see where my feet can take me, right? Because yeah. you can see some pretty incredible places that, you know, for, for me, I think, I'm like, I see things that, unfortunately a lot of people don't see i think i think the elephant in the room here though really is um when's the podcast coming back (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't don't know when's the podcast coming back we can we can come back to that question i've I've got a question for each of us really quick okay yeah that's it and so if so you're old Let's, let's be honest. You're getting older, right? You are Brandon. And, uh, He's pointing to Brandon. I, yeah, yeah. If we're, you're audio, we're we're about the same age, and so all three of us. This are is about a gen, yeah. This is a genuine question. Yeah, like not me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around. Stranger danger. We have we have one to balance out. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Curve. Um, and so if you had been born um, post electronics, do you think that you would have the same draw to nature as we do? being born pre-electronics, right? Um, How are we supposed to know that, though? I don't it's know. just a gut. What, yeah. what would your gut tell you? That what kind of? I would actually say yes, because I was pretty active as a child, and I never, ever got into Atari. And Atari was there for you. 2600, Pong, Joust. Did, I didn't noticed. care. I didn't care. Combat. I didn't care. I was, you, I was, you, had, you had to rent games. it in... Uh, that's the equivalent is what I could come up yeah. with. But, no, yeah. 2600 will be the equivalent. But I was pretty active as far as playing outside sports and uh, G.I. Joe, pretending that I was G.I. Joe. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Did you camouflage, you know, and that's parachute what, pants. Yeah, right. that's okay. what you meant. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what, Don, do you, what do you, you? think? Well, what kind of work are you around? I would say, yeah, I'm very similar. I was always outside. I was never inside as a kid. I would be the guy that always got in trouble for coming home late, or I loved being outside, and I just have this fascination. But that was because we, I don't know if your parents did this, but my it was like, okay, come home when it's dark, right? And so we'd go skateboarding, and we'd just come home when it's dark. I never skateboarded, but yeah, same thing. Because you have cell phone to say, hey, when do I need to be home? Yeah. Text, everything We were else. actually pretty good. At having the clock in our yeah. head, it's like, okay, be home by eight. And you're like, you were in with like 10, 15 minutes usually. Yeah. So, no, I think, I think I would have been outside. I, I struggle to this day being inside, regardless of what it is. You know, I have a stand up desk at work, I can't sit still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you Talk? keep your stand up desk only up or do you ever? It's funny. I have one at home and one at work, both stand up, and I don't think I've lowered either one. And I've had both of them for multiple years. That's impressive. But my, a new job done in Salt Lake. It has a, a one of those adjustable, yep. you know, and it's my first adjustable, right? And so I am still getting used to it. But so like for the first month, kept it kept it down. I think I've just been used to that for so long. And so I think it was like probably about the fifth week, I raised it up, and and now it stayed. Like I I really like, and I found you the you right, stand the whole time. I found the right place for it. I just keep, yeah, I stand all the time now. 
That's really good. Yep. Yeah. But then when I'm home, when I'm working from home, I don't have, you know, the facilities. I mean, I, I could purchase a little thing, but I, I haven't at home. But I really look forward to that standing part. Yeah. Yeah. Do you work sitting or standing? I'm usually sitting. However, I worked a desk job for most of my early adulthood, and I had a standing desk doing that um, that I like to stand at because I had the option. Yeah. You know, yeah. How are you? What do you think about that same question as far as electronics go? I grew up in a kind of weird transitional period where my early childhood cell phones weren't so much a thing. And then as I got older, the internet and cell phones started picking up. So my early childhood, I spent tons of time outside and I think I was kind of conditioned to be outside because of that. Um, I always like to walk though. I, I would go on walks. I would just leave my house all day long and just go walk around the whole city. No destination. I would just go walk, 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 and then come home when it got dark. So that's just what I did, even after the technology was there. What did you think about when you were walking? I'm a daydreamer. Like, I'm a creative person. And so a lot of those times when I'm by myself or uh, in nature, just enjoying some peace and quiet, I'm daydreaming and coming up with ideas for art or for uh, stories I want to write or poems or whatever. It's always kind of been like that, I think. Angelica Brewer, Ogden City Poet Laureate. I'm a little disappointed you don't just talk in rhyme all the time. I could try. <laughs> <laughs> like Dr. Seuss. Like, I, I, or Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh. That, yeah, that's a yeah. funner option. Or, or that. Yeah. Like Dr. Seuss. I like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. yeah. The trees are fun in Dr. Seuss books. So, so like you that. mentioned, uh, Angelica, that I think it was in your acceptance speech or something when you, the other, at the Mayor's Awards, where you said, you actually, and I don't think anyone else has put this much thought into becoming Ogden city poet laureate but you like tried you know, like you had a plan and you know this is what i'm gonna do like how why, why was that such a passionate goal of yours i think domination I had... is it domination Domin- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> world poetry world domination. <laughs> no i um i had been doing a lot of what i'm doing There's a lot now. of competition out there yeah yeah, yeah everybody wants to and you just don't Ogden support city each other at all laureate. yeah duh <laughs> it's a hot position yeah it is yeah um No, I had kind of been doing a lot of the things that I'm doing in my position now already for a long time, uh, and I just kind of stayed behind the scenes. So I would set up events, and I would plan these events, and I would find the funding, and I'd find the venue, and then I'd put a bunch of other people on stage. Um, I do a lot of work with schools, so I was doing a lot of that already, going into schools, teaching kids how to write poetry, setting up events for them to go and perform in front of people. So I was already doing a lot of that. Um, the poet laureate position, I think, gave me opportunity to elevate some of that stuff and give more opportunities to people, expose more people to poetry, because I think that a lot of people don't even realize that they do like poetry. Well, and kid, so. you said you go to schools when you're a kid. You th- poetry is almost a bad word. Like nobody wants to hear poetry. But um, So how do you present that to kids when you go there? Yeah, um, I remember that. You know, like I remember being in school and um, I always liked to write. And so I took it as a challenge poetry, but a lot of people don't. And I remember being super bored by all of the 
old dead poets that they were trying to teach me about, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? Um, <laughs> but the you real... Were, you were not a member of that society. <laughs> no, I was like, no, I don't understand. Shout out to live poets. Yes. <laughs> Shout out Amen. to live poets. Yes. Well, because, though, you, you take teenagers, for example, right? And then you're trying to show them Shakespeare, and they're reading about a world that they don't live in. Like, that is not what the world looks like. I still anymore. have my high school lines memorized from Shakespeare. It's terrible. Yeah. I only use them randomly. Yeah, I don't use them at all. So yeah. you're a better. You should be the poet laureate. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You I'll, know the. I'd have to. Line. I'd have to try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach you. Okay. How I did okay. it, and then yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and so I think presenting it to kids in a way that is uh, current and more relatable is helpful. For example, spoken word poetry seems to really resonate with youth, and so that's what I primarily use as an introduction. It's more similar to music than it is yeah. to the poetry that a lot of people have in their head when they hear the word poetry. So I think that that resonates well with youth. Also, just talking to them about topics that are relatable to them, you know. Um, How much has hip hop helped poetry? It's poetry wouldn't exist the way that it does now without hip hop and rap music. Um, and they kind of have always gone hand in hand, you know, like that's what rap music is, is it's, it's poetry with music behind it. Really though, that's what all lyrics are, Yeah. you know? So, and that's why I say a lot of people actually enjoy poetry. They just don't realize it because they've only been exposed to a very specific type of poetry. Um, whether that be listening to it, reading it or writing it. Um, so I kind of want to change that for people. Todd, who's your favorite rapper? Uh, I don't know. Um, but here's, uh, but anyway, <laughs> that, was, that was my, like, we're going to let that slide. But I did have a thought. I remember back in high school, early high school, having an assignment. I don't remember if it was in a drama class or an English class, but it was essentially taking a familiar song that meant a lot to you and, and, and basically speaking it mm -hmm. instead of singing it, like mm. removing that whole side of it and just, just trying to speak the song without slipping into you know sort of the the musicality side of it and it was such a good assignment like we dove more into the lyrics right yeah so a lot of people and you know which people listen to their music from the lyrics the lyrics is what drives them and you know they connect with and with you know for me a lot of it is just background textures and you know i'm not looking at necessarily every word from it but i remember that assignment was just like wow it was just a, another way of looking at the words itself and uh, yeah, I, who's my favorite rapper? I don't, I don't know if I have one to tell you the truth. The fact that you remember that assignment says something about the assignment. Yeah, it was a good assignment, and it's true. Yeah, no, it definitely stood out. I think it. Oh, see, that was pretty nice. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. yeah. So, Angelica, you you make a lot of money doing this, uh, so that's that's why you the laureate part. Into, yeah, the laureate part. That's oh, why here's you a transition into, into yeah. the laureate part of yeah. what you do. So what? Do you remember when you first learned, you know, or heard even the word poet laureate and, you know, the connection to what that meant, to that position meant? I wasn't familiar with what a laureate was until probably. I still can't I spell know, it. Maybe 10 years I ago. I looked it up on Google. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand. So you heard it. You heard the word and you looked it up. Well, yeah. And I, I had heard other people be called that before. Right. But I think something I didn't realize because I actually applied the term before mm -hmm. as well. Um, 
and when I applied the first time, I think I was... It was my vote. I didn't think you were ready. Yeah, right. Uh, and thank you for that. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> it would be okay if it was. This was your time. I just felt like this was your time. Yeah, we're yeah. very in sync, in tune, you and I, Todd. Um, yeah, but I this think I thought I love of it... This is why I love Todd, by the way. <laughs> I thought of it more as a, as a position um, the first time around, and I came to realize later that it's it's more of a recognition you know, it's um, a, a recognition for your work in your field. And at that time, I had done work, but I hadn't done the level and the amount of work that I have done now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, I don't know, I think I just view it differently. I don't know if that answered your question, but. I don't know, he's drinking beers. Well, it's yeah. not like there's a a specific list of requirements for what you do during your term. It's you represent loose. the city though, right? Yeah. Like that's what you do. Yeah. Well, kind of to encompass it all, I am supposed to promote literary arts, advocate for literary arts in the city. Um, they did want me to continue visiting schools. I was already doing that. Like I said, so um, just keep doing that and do it more. Um, but other than that, it really is just like, but it's new to Ogden. It's only, you're only the third, right? The third or fourth? I think third. Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. I hope there was Rogar one. First one's gonna feel bad. Rogar, yeah. I think Rogar was one, and then you replaced uh, Abe. Abe, mm-hmm. and then you. Yeah. Now, Abe served twice though, but because of COVID. Yeah, and I actually communicate with Abe um, sometimes too, and we do some projects together. I was hoping you were going to say telepathically, but that's, no, no, they yeah. speak through poetry. No, that's yeah. only, <laughs> that's the only way they can talk yeah. to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we, cause Abe and I also come from very different, uh, like realms of yeah. poetry. He yeah. does a very different type of poetry than the poetry that I do. Okay. Describe your type of poetry. Uh, I do a lot of spoken word. I also write page poetry. I can write all of the kind of, um, you know, familiar types of poetry. Like the rhyming poetry that Brandon likes. Like yeah. His poetry rhymes or haikus. Mine does mostly rhyme, but sometimes not. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. I like the page poetry. I haven't heard that term before. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is that? It's basically, so spoken word poetry is intended to be heard. And so often you don't ever see a written copy of spoken oh, word poetry, gotcha. page okay. poetry, yeah. anything that you read instead of can hearing. You, can you guess who's... Famous musician's poetry book I have. Uh, Tupac. Ooh, good guess. No. Okay. No. Uh, female. Female. Mm. Famous musician, female. I have her poetry book. Taylor mm. Swift. Not, not. T Swift. No. You have everything else from Taylor Swift. No, <laughs> I have everything else. I haven't been able to pick up her poetry book yet. Yeah. Right, and right. I didn't get tickets for a concert either. So the Most story. people did uh, Yeah. I'm still that's on the joke. I'm yeah. still waiting. Yeah. We'll <laughs> My circle's still circling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jewel, have you oh, read any oh, of her yeah. poetry? It's really good. No, I haven't, but I would like yeah. to. Yeah. Trailer Swift. Somebody said that. I thought that oh, was really Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That was a good one. It was like a... That's so well, bad. she did a, a roast, and she was oh, one of the roasters, okay. yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. somebody said that to her, and... Trailer Swift. Oh, they said plenty of other things. I like Jewel. Jewel, she's great. I saw her in... Yeah, the Bravino, actually. Yeah. She was quite the poet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine she still is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway, there's that. So so we've got a few phone calls since you guys have been talking. I've been answering the hotline. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, know? by the way. Yeah. A couple, couple questions is Laureate. Like we've talked about, we don't know how to spell it, but mm-hmm. what, what's the definition of it, right? 
It's essentially, um, I couldn't tell you like the, you know, the Webster's Webster. version. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it comes from the root word. <laughs> yeah. Lori. Lori. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Jeep Cherokee Lariette. Yeah. <laughs> what they said. You guys got it oh exactly God. right. Um, <laughs> it's basically recognition for excellence in your field. And so um, it's a pretty, it doesn't feel so real. That's why we don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no. Though this was the callers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, callers. The caller. The caller. Yeah, we, we knew. Well, so I'm sitting here and I'm listening. I'm absolutely blown away and fascinated. Like this should be all one show with her. And, like, <laughs> I could just be outside listening. It's the arts and adventure show. No, Eric. this is incredible. Like listening Thank to this you. is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So when you talk about terms, you're a big deal. I, that's what they say. No, you are. Like, you're representing, <laughs> like, Ogden itself, yeah. number one on anything is legit. But in the art side, come on. Like, that's it's big. unreal. It, it like, feels so real. Awesome. I'm over here going, I shouldn't. And the weird the thing is, that comes from our trails laureate. So that means yeah. a lot. We don't use that yeah, word. And true. I think we might pick it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to take it. But no, I mean, you're, you're le- like, you're legit. <laughs> Right. Yes, and you <laughs> you two did a event together. We did. It was so much fun, um, but we didn't actually communicate Mm-mm. with each other directly. Mm-mm. Yeah, we were both we d- doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I worked on the Northern Utah Trails Fest. It was so much fun. Um, my poetry collective and I set up a big old booth, uh, a cabana, as we called it. Oh. It was primarily for kids, but anybody could come. Um, we just did uh, art and writing. We made journals. We did all sorts of fun stuff all weekend. We did a hike and listen poetry um, segment for the Trails Fest that was a lot of fun. We had a great turnout. Um, we even had this one guy. I just I loved the story. I thought this was so fun. This guy came. Uh, when he came to check in for the hike and listen, he was like, I don't listen to poetry. I don't read it. I don't write it. I have no knowledge of it, um, but I want to try new stuff. So he came with us and he really enjoyed it. He had a lot of fun. He was interacting with it all and it was it was so good that was one of my favorite events i've ever done seriously it was awesome well you were amazing because i heard nonstop about what you put on (laughs) because i was doing stuff so i wasn't able to participate but the journal stuff was a huge hit i mean i heard about that for a while so i have a question for you now yeah i know i'm not supposed to do this but this is the format of the new show wait 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 wait, eric this is the format of the new show the guests run the show so (laughs) you're in your lane right now run with it i'm telling you i've just been sitting here looking around (laughs) you're like you're on the the pet you're on the what do you call where the throne in this place you're killing it so you talk about like working in schools with kids and you know speaking to them in ways like is there something like that for uh, I hate the word stuff. We call it actively aging, like the senior side, right? Because that's another whole world of they were in the, sh- the Shakespeare, like Brandon talked about and stuff. Is there stuff that goes on to help or not help is probably that's the wrong word for sure, but like do classes or stuff for poetry writing for older people? Yeah. Like us. I, no. <laughs> you guys are all going to come to my poetry classes? That's what I just heard. It's adorable. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, Brandon um, said yes. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm actually working on a workshop series here soon. There are tons of benefits to writing poetry. It's actually been studied in all different realms. It's been studied in the medical field. 
Um, so I'm going to kind of utilize some of that stuff and try to make some more just kind of accessible to the public poetry classes that are more intended for, um, you know, not just people who maybe want to be writers or want to be poets or lyricists or whatever. It's just people who want to try it, you know. Um, there are things like that that exist. There are classes, there are open mics and writing circles, but I don't, there's not a whole lot of them in the area. So I want to add on to that. And Cause I just think what Brandon said, like when he was in school, cause that was a long time ago, like people didn't like poetry. It was like the ich, right? Yeah. But there's, so you grow out of it or you grow up and you still have that because you may not have chased it or, or looked into it. But when you get older, the way everything's changed in the world, it kind of makes it so it's not a bad thing. Now, I hate to say it like that, but I mean, like yeah, Brandon said, yeah, when you were yeah. in high school or junior high, it's like, oh, poetry, oh, man, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's like maybe the, the stigma can change to where when you're older, it's like, okay, I always wanted to check this out, but my buddies thought it was stupid. Yeah. Right? Well, I think the teachers were maybe giving us the wrong stuff in high school. Well, I was going to ask yeah. earlier, I don't. Like shake who's sh like shake you talk about Shakespeare I've never heard of this person so <laughs> we could teach you later yeah. that no. is a big part of it though what you're saying there is a stigma surrounding it I actually um, two separate years went to the Utah conference for teachers of English as a featured speaker and taught teachers how to teach poetry <laughs> because of that though because a lot of teachers just don't teach it or if they do teach it they don't want to or know how because kids don't like it usually. Um, and I want to change that because I think, actually, I've seen it. I know that kids like poetry as long as it's presented to them in a way that they can enjoy it. So, Eric, not a poetry class, but my favorite class up at Weber State University was the one that I got the most out of was Brad Rogar took us. All, we would go for a hike for, it was like a Tuesday night, and then he would give us a prompt on the trail. We would hike up like Indian Trail, and he would give us a prompt. He'd say, I want you to look as close as you can at something and then write something about it. And then on Thursday, we would meet in class and write about it. And I, th I thought it was fascinating because you would begin to see things differently while you were on the trail than you would just normally hiking. Um, Angelica, did you do some of that on, on the, uh, at the nut, at the, at the event there? Or, or how did you involve, or how did you include the, the poetry um, with the trails? Yeah, oh, it was so much fun, seriously. I keep saying that, but I, I loved it. We, we all met up. People were able to sign up for that specific hike um, earlier or all the way up until that morning. Uh, we all met up, and then we had a Goal Foundation volunteer at the front and the back of the group, and we all just started hiking. We chose a super beginner-friendly hike so that everybody could enjoy it. There was a lot of people with kids visiting our booth, so we wanted them to be able to go to. And then just kind of as a group, when someone would recognize we had stopped at a, a pretty spot, like we found one spot where this was really early in the morning, the sun was just shining through this group of trees. Mm. And so someone in the group was like, this will be a good place to stop. So we stopped and we had poets with us that would read a couple of poems in that spot. And we all kind of as a group just, it wasn't planned where we were going to stop or really how long we were going to stop. It was just kind of a go with the flow kind of thing. Um, and we made all we knew was that we had to be off of the trail at a particular time because the um, runs and stuff were starting, the bike races were starting. So we just kind of went with it and it was great. And we had a very diverse 
group of people, all different ages. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Todd? Were you there? No. I'm going to shake my hand at you. Were you there? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like, wait, I'm I shaking I was, my head. You yeah. there, Todd, either. I was in Yellowstone. Because <laughs> that will never be there again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was their final weekend. They're having a blowout. Yeah, blowout sale. It was. It was late Get in the season. Get yeah. <laughs> your Actually, didn't it flood like literally right after? It that literally. Or, no, that was. Oh, in the that spring. was before. Yeah, that was okay. Spring. okay. But uh, where can we find out more about you, Angelica? How can people follow you and get to know your work and help support what you do? Um, so I have a page on the Ogden City site. What is that? Is that the right word? That's like, Ogden the, City Arts, I think. The yeah, on the MySpace Ogden City or? page, no. there's like a <laughs> section for me there. Um, and then I send them all my events and stuff that's okay. coming up. You can go there. Um, all of my social media is under signed AB, like my initials, because that's how I close out my emails and that's how I um, address my poetry. Yeah. It's all signed AB. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. You can email me. It's just my first and last name at Gmail. Very good. I have a website, but it sucks. Don't go look at it. Okay. Won't yeah. go there. All right. Yeah. So this is this is a big deal, and you're, let's just say, a little bit, a few years younger than us. <laughs> so when you, when you, what are your ambitions? Like, what do you want, where do you want to take poetry? Where do you want to take the English language? Like, what do you this want to- This really does lead into the question. Thank you. Oh, for good. Yeah, I'm here for you. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's the layout. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so this applies to, to the both of you. So- uh, so we have a pretty good sense of your mission, so your day-to-day, right? And so that really does tie into the vision, you know, a vision as a poet, your vision with your organization. Um, we could start with you, Angelica. It really does tie into what, what's the future plans. Sure. Um, so I have some really big goals and dreams, and then I have some uh, kind of steps that I'll need to take to get there that will just continue so I want to continue a lot of the things that I've already started um, working with youth. I want to expand on that and start working with adults a little bit more. I do work with adults. I do events um, for adults and with adult performers and everything. Adult performers. I'm not. Adult. I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me rephrase. <laughs> adult poetry performers. Yeah. I'm also really involved in the art scene in other areas. I am. Uh, an art collector only of local artists and mm. small business artists. My walls are covered ceiling to the floor all mm. over the place. Um, so I like to support visual arts, music, other areas of the art world. I eventually want to own a venue where I can um, host events and bring people together to create. I really like the idea of combining all these different forms of art together and also people in the adventure side because really they kind of go hand in hand you yeah. know nature has always existed in so much it's our podcast that does that yeah you should you should we'll talk about it okay yeah we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah um so those are my what's my your what's big your big goal, goal again big goal my big goal is to own the venue okay that's like my that's always been my dream um I've always been really inspired by Meow Wolf. Are you familiar? Oh, I just uh, saw that this weekend. It's so much fun. Which one did you go to? I was, well, I didn't go in, but I was in oh. Denver. Oh. In Boulder. We drove by and we were like, that looks cool. And yeah. of course, social media always pegs you. And so Facebook brought up stuff. I'm like, that place is awesome. We didn't have time to go in, but 
You have a chance. You should like. You should have some, that's time, a destination to do that. Oh, it absolutely looked like it. Like yeah. I've never heard of it. I'll be honest with you. But when we saw it, I was like, "That's incredible!" And then you saying it is even better. Yeah, definitely go check at least one of them out. They're they're amazing. Um, but I've always been really inspired by like immersive art like that. So ideally, my venue would be like that too. We do events and stuff there, but you just want to create and do fun things the moment you walk in. Eric, what's when your you, vision? When you say uh, destination areas in Denver, I think uh, Casa Bonita's. That's another. Is that still around? I think it is, actually. I think they My saved vision it. is to never go there again. <laughs> <laughs> or to return to like being a teenager and go and. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was a child that. when yeah. I went. But yeah. Well, as a kid, that place is magnificent. Right, right. You go as an adult and it is a giant tourist trap. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Eric. Casa Bonitas. Casa Thanks Bonitas. for bringing that back. Yeah, wow. yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Uh, Neither. Mm, the Roll Mayas of both of you. The, the Mayan? You know the Mayan? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. similar. Okay. Okay, yeah. Cliff divers and bad burritos. Oh, <laughs> nothing better than a bad burrito. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Big goals. Big goals, Eric. <clears throat> That's a really tough one. Um, just because... I think we do a lot of our big goals, you know, which is, I call them legacy projects, you know, Pineview Loop Pathway, finishing that. We're working on a big section now from Snowcrest Junior to Liberty Park, you know, just to get kids active transportation safely on that road. Um, honestly, vision for me is just to keep doing what we're doing. Mm. You know, we're, we're, I think we're in a really good place. Um, my, my ultimate dream was where and I, if I close my eyes long enough, it's where all trail users just get along, you know, where when you're out on the trail, you know, you, do you think have of, those dreams. I do because I go out, I use the trails all the time, but you can go out for three hours and have the most magnificent experience and have a 30 second bad experience. Mm. And that's what you remember. Mm. Right. And that's, yeah, it's that unfortunate. Sucks. So yeah. I think for me, and that's why, you know, we did start, you know, within the last year and a half, an education campaign. Um, that's more about, you know, not like, these are the rules or the laws, but just be a good person, yeah. you know, and that's anywhere. But I, I think when people are out on the trails, no matter how they do it, you're kind of there for the same reason, right? I think, you know, like what Angelica is saying, I mean, it's, you can create in your head, you know, you can get away, you can spend time with family. So for me, it's more about just enjoying nature um, without the negativity. Um, you know, we were thinking about doing like being a good person podcast, but it sounded like a lot of just effing hard work, like just a lot of hard work. Because where do you start? I think the education is probably a good place, isn't it? Well, it is because, you know, you look at things and I get the calls or the emails and the texts all the time. But trails, it's just like anything. If you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm on a trail, I don't know a who takes care of it, what property I'm on, who pays for it, what I'm, how I'm supposed to act, what I'm supposed to do you know, that type of thing. So it is, it just starts with education because we, I think as a society, we just expect everybody to know everything, right? We just do. That's the way it is. I don't, does, I mean, you read stuff and hear stuff all the time of, we just have an expectation that you should just know things and that's not the case, right? So I think for me, it is that, you know, education component and it's, you know, maybe education is not the greatest Could, word. Give us, give us some education right now. Like who should yield to who? Oh man. Those people who bike really fast always should go first. So yeah. see, and it's the opposite. Mm 
No, right? those I don't want to get hit. Well, and that's the thing. But if you let, so this is the, this is the big thing. Like cyclists are like, well, if you would just let cyclists not yield, it's easier. But if you say, okay, if I'm on a bike and I don't have to yield, do you think you're going to go slow or care or pay attention more? I'm going to haul ass. That's true. Exactly. And so then you're going to cause more accidents. Mm-hmm. And and it, you know, I hate to say it, but bikes, you know, and I, I ride bikes, and my best friends ride bikes. That they're you're gonna, you could they're killing machines. To a degree, right? Jeez. I mean, they go yeah. fast enough saying. and hit, hit yeah. a kid. You look at the Bonneville shoreline, those are urban trails. Families are out there with kids. People are out there with dogs on leashes. And if something goes too fast, there's going to be a problem one way I've or seen the damage people do to themselves on bicycles. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, I think, you know, for, you know, you talk about etiquette is, you know, it, think of it this way. The more feet on the ground has the right of way. So if there's a horse with four legs, they're first. People have walking on two bikes don't have feet on the ground. So that's kind of who should yield to who. And saying that, at the same time, it kind of goes back to being a good person and a good human, right? I'm a trail runner, so I have the right of way over over mountain bikes if I'm on a trail. However, I'm okay with looking up and seeing a mountain bike coming at me and waving them on. If there's a safe spot for me to step off, hey, keep going. You know, enjoy your morning. It's fine, right? Mm -hmm. So... You know, there is the etiquette thing, and it does get a little hairy, but I think at the end of the day, if you're just out on the trail enjoying your day and you're a good person, you're going to have a great experience, and you're going to give somebody else a great experience. You yeah. know, saying hi, being nice, be nice, say hi. It, it gives other nice. people a good experience. I challenged my kids at one point. I took them on a hike, and we were walking on the shoreline, and I took them to the grocery store right after that. And I walked in and said, okay, what's the difference? Like, people on the trail were so much nicer. Mm. Because you don't walk down the grocery store aisle and say, hey, how you doing? Hey, nice job. Have a good day. Have a good morning. But you're on the trail, you hear it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just when you're out there, it's just a better experience. You want right? to get reactions, try that in the grocery store. I'll do oh, that. We did. We friendly have. Friendly nod. But it's I, super I love funny. doing the friendly nod, and I'll get, I'll get a yep. that questionable look. So it's 50-50 with me. And I'm, maybe it's me, but, you know, it's like, oh, creeper, <laughs> right? But if you do, you say hi. Sometimes it's interesting to see their reaction. Sometimes they're kind of like, oh, boy. But sometimes, hey, how are you? There's a, there's a turkey sale on aisle seven, you know? This applies to being in a vehicle as well. Oh. Sort of that same little friendly nod or wave. This is what I do constantly. I'm sure that everyone in this trailer does the same thing, but there's plenty of people that do not. Or they just, like, I just get, I need a little, just give me eye contact, give me a look, a nod, a wave, a, anything that I that we're on the same page here. Human interaction <laughs> is sometimes what <laughs> professionals call that, right? yeah. as opposed yeah. to you know the cellular devices. Yeah. It's it's just lost. I, I complain more than anybody. I'm the get off my lawn guy with social media. Um, the home human interaction is the greatest thing in the world, and we're just too far from it now. So I always try to take that in a in a daily thing, and I get laughed at all the time. Whether it's my family, whether it's the soccer team I coach, I'm just uber friendly sometimes. Not to the annoying part, but it's just it's sad. So way long tangent, but that's my vision is just where people go on the trails and have a great experience. And regardless of what they're doing, bike, horse, dog, walk, run, you know, adaptive um, riders, whatever it is, just be nice, be a good human. And you guys should do that podcast because it's it applies to every facet of positivity, some sort of positivity. Yeah, bring that back again. Well, too much negativity. I hear a good way to communicate with people is through a podcast, Eric. I've heard that. I mean, I'm on one. Yeah, um, but I think we skipped over a a portion of this. um, And since you guys told me the new format of the show, and knowing kind of 
<laughs> we told you after it started. Like, well, into it. But see how quick I tr- yeah. transition. Oh, I know. Yeah. What's what's yeah. the vision with you guys here yeah. with this podcast? Because it's changed. It's episode three yeah. of a new podcast. Yeah. You guys have been doing this longer than anybody I've known. You know, you're killing it. You're doing a huge thing. But what's the vision here? What's the vision? I'm glad you asked because you're the first person who's asked. Right? I, I asked you that one time. Well, besides <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> What if we do? I don't know what you want to do. Have Eric yeah. ask us. So, so I got bored after ten years. Finally, with Ogden Outdoor Adventure, mm-hmm. and uh, you probably noticed I voted in like the last six and a half, seven years. So I was ready for change as well. Todd at the top was worthless for <laughs> six years. <laughs> was he really on the top was, at that <laughs> point? Was he really Todd on yeah, the top? Yeah, no, it was Todd in the I middle. I got the somewhere. title taken from me. That's <laughs> what you were asking about earlier. Yeah, It wasn't like he wanted it gone. It was better than Todd in the gutter. <laughs> so I wanted to restart. Yeah, that's really sad. What I didn't want to do was do two to three hours of planning every week because yeah. it took that long to find all the events and everything. And But it's hard to give up because you do something for that long and it's like, oh my gosh, and... And we debated over, Todd and I debated over keeping Ogden or not, you know, because we wanted to do an arts and culture show. And and, and we were, were passionate about both arts and adventure uh, and how those combine. And we we came to the conclusion that we, and we believe this, and hopefully we're right, that, that we can use the name Ogden because that's where we are, that's where we podcast from, but that we can take it and travel. We can travel to Salt Lake, we can travel to Jackson, we can travel to Maine and do an Ogden arts and adventure show from Maine and yet resonate with everyone because the, the basic arts and adventure theme is still there. So we'll see when we start like going outside of Ogden, we're starting local again, but um, we'll see if it, we'll see if it travels, but that's sort of the idea. Todd. And I think for the most part too, it's a little bit more archival, meaning that these are episodes that you could listen to at any time, a little bit less events based, not that you can't count on every Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's every Tuesday. <laughs> this is a great. Every Tuesday we're format. here, uh, from five to whenever we finish. Uh, we start setting up around four thirty. We have a drink. We hang out. Um, we do have a live studio audience tonight, which is nice. everyone's Thank invited, you. by the way. But yeah. this is the point too: is that I think we start establishing Tuesday four thirty five o'clock. Who's available? Swing by, have a drink, listen to the show live. And then, you know, come join the show if you want to. <laughs> That's always up there, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, you'll notice a little bit looser. We want to get to know you better. And we want we also want our listeners to get to know us better. I think our friends know us pretty well. But I don't know how much our listeners have got to Do you know my mom us. mentioned today she was at my house and she said i didn't know that's why you used r i mean i thought you had i thought that was reason you used r in your name but but i was good to hear it coming from you i didn't know so see even my mom learned something so why do you use r we have to listen to the last show yeah you gotta go back and listen yeah so it's a that's, a, that's, that's an episode good, i don't that's, have internet there's only <laughs> i don't have the intranet so all right i'm sure uh, i hate to tell you that but also on our YouTube, I separate, just started a new, so there's the full episodes, and then there's the adventure guests, so you'll have your own segment, Eric, and then there's the arts guests, so you'll have your own segment, Angelica, after that I, one when I edit this. Yep. And then you, you, that way, like you said, Todd, it's sort of archival, so you can go to the YouTube and just look at all these arts interviews or adventure interviews. That's really cool. See what, and the see arts look, part, that's yeah. a big part of it, too. And so as you know, we are just as integrated into the arts as we are into the 
outdoor adventure side. And so it seems silly not to be able to, because if you ever listen to the show, you know, we'd still occasionally cover art stories, but it wasn't technically under the umbrella. And so now we're open to talk about just about anything. So. I think it's a home run. I do. Cause I well, mean, coming Ange- from you, I appreciate that. No, Angelica said it just absolutely perfectly. I mean, the two go hand in hand. They really do. You know, I mean, and, and Og- I mean, three, right. Ogden, Arts, yep. adventure, all three of those, it's like the same thing, you know? Well, That's 12 years ago, we copyrighted, trademarked every form of Ogden Arts and Adventure, just so you know. <laughs> so if you start, no, I'm just kidding. Yep. But it is we one of those things of where I think that all of us in that community knows that the worlds are very integrated. Yeah, no, absolutely. And right. I, I think you hit it too, and I'm going to interrupt you, but yeah. knowing the hosts, that's huge. Yeah. Because like you said, the friends know you, yeah, yeah. but what about the listeners? It's like, I don't know what our stands for still, and I don't know, you know, how to pronounce your last name properly, right? So by going into that, yeah, right? I mean, that's that's a great thing. Yeah. Which is stuff we saying, already covered. Yeah, and I plan on saying Oberndorfer at least five times Oberndorfer. per episode. Yep. Oberndorfer. Ober, Oberndorfer. Yeah, you'll get it. You're going to get it one of these. Terrace. Yeah. You have arts news? Yeah, well, I do. I want to hit on a couple of things. This will be real quick because we got to bump out. this is the human yeah. interaction portion. This is okay. the segue for that, right? And so the press release for the Ogden's Holiday Traditions came out this week, right? And this applies to a handful of events that are going to be happening very, very soon. Um, it is such a fabric of the community. In fact, when I say Christmas Village, I think everybody knows Christmas Village. I would hope at this point, if you don't, you have left the state for a few months even if you haven't been there even if you haven't been there you're familiar with it what's i tried to find out what year are they celebrating this year i don't know is it 60 is that out of the okay can you double i honestly don't know yeah because it's a big year yeah it's 60 and you're Uh, like 75 years wait for for what the the parade or the whole thing for the village village. christmas village let me google it's celebrating event okay so christmas village will light up downtown Ogden Municipal Gardens. You know where that is, downtown on 25th Street, beginning November 26th after the Holiday Electric Light Parade. The annual holiday display in Ogden will feature activities and entertainment until December 23rd, and the cottage lights will be available to view until January 2023. Cottages sponsored and created by the community will turn the historic downtown into a nightly vision of Santa's Village. If you haven't been there before, that's the idea on this. You've been over there, haven't you? Where is this? Have you not walked around? All the time. Okay, you it's, know a, it. it's a tradition. Do you have a house down there? No, I have a house over on 20th. No. Oh. <laughs> In the village. I want to. I want to. I want to. That would be amazing. Yeah. I want to. Can we do a house together? I'm obsessed with miniature things. I miniature. love miniature things. Yes, me too. Yeah, we should do it. It's so cute. I, I think you got to get on By the list. By the way, it's wait. the number one sales gift. You know how like every year for Christmas is like the hottest toy? The hottest toy this year are the miniatures. miniatures. The because miniatures. they're yeah. awesome. And I've been on this wave for a very long time. I'm happy everyone else is finally joining me. Because <laughs> miniature things, I know, right? I'm a hipster. I'm fun. <laughs> I'm um, hipster. <laughs> no, miniatures are just so cute. Anyway. Okay. Miniatures are super cute. So there the theme are. for Christmas villages here is shine bright and an ornament in the shape of a diamond uh, hides in the cottages. So it's like a little treasure hunt. You try to find these. Wait, little. what is it? And so this is the theme to the Christmas Village festivities this year is shine bright. And an ornament in the shape of a diamond is hidden in each of the cottages for visitors to find as they explore the displays. Has that always been a thing? It has been a thing. Yeah, there's always a thing. And that's 
really what? what a lot of people really scour those windows. Some what? hide better than others. Some are pretty lame. I had put some no effort. Idea. Just straight, right? <laughs> yeah, put some effort in if you got a house or All give it up. Years. I didn't even know. <laughs> All right, so we also have the Santa Run, the Holiday Electric Light Parade, um, and the Christmas Village Opening Gala. This happens November 26th. Uh, what other dates do we need? The Santa Run will begin at 4.30, beginning near 22nd and Washington Boulevard. The Santa Runners will travel on the opposite side of traffic, which is probably good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like they included that in this. this and run through. south to 28th Street and then come back to 26th Street if you want to see those. Uh, the Mom, holiday. Why, is all, why are the Santas on the side of the road? It's a whole new type of race. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. The Holiday Electric Light Parade will promptly begin. Promptly begin at 5.30 p.m. Uh, lighting up the parade route starting on 22nd Street and heading south along Washington Boulevard to 27th Street. What else do you need to know here? Um, check out this. It is a, it is a thorough <laughs> press release. Breakfast with Santa. Uh, when's that happen? We'll be hosted at the Ogden Union Station on December 10th. So keep an eye out for that if you want to meet up with Santa and Mrs. Claus. Reservations are required, I guess, for some of that. And then there's some information on this press release, and maybe we can link this as far as making donations to support Christmas Village. So we'll I can't all find the day. I looked point. at three different articles. I can't find the, any significance. I don't know why year. 60 stuck in my head. But Ace with Standard Examiner shared the celebration oh, yeah. year yeah, yeah. on Facebook oh. a couple of days ago. Okay. I don't remember what it okay. said. We'll, However, we'll, I know that they... Can you look up Facebook uh, Ace Magazine? See, yeah. see if that pulls up. Uh, very good. Okay. All right, please share. Yeah. Adventure updates. Bullfrog out of water. That is the Bullfrog Marina yeah. in uh, Lake Powell is now below the point where any houseboat or big boat can use it. And if it drops four more feet, then no boat can use it. And so you're off limits there in Bullfrog in Lake Powell. I thought that was interesting. Um, when work parties go wrong... Vail Resorts ordered to pay $2.25 million to a Park City woman for injuries sustained at an employee party. Yes, a former Park City, Utah resident has been awarded $2.25 million from Vail Resorts after suffering injuries during a wild and crazy Park City Mountain Resort bowling party. Amy Herzog was an employee at Jupiter Bowl where PCMR was holding an employee party in 2019. The lawsuit claims that some employees were bowling recklessly and while fixing a lane, Herzog was struck by a bowling ball and thrown by PCMR employee Joe Ellis. The ball struck her left hand, resulting in injuries that have since required three surgeries and the loss mm. of her the, the loss of the full use of her hand. So she didn't lose her hand. She just lost the full use of her hand. So basically lost her hand. So who'd she sue? And uh, she sued uh, uh, Vail Resorts. And, Vail Res and the jury took 90 minutes and they said, all right, Vail Resorts, she asked for $1 million and they said, no, pay her 2.25. Wow. When my raise. bowling goes bad. That is yeah. sweet, sweet bowling alley settlement money. All right, Columbia wow. Outdoor Sports Tire Company announces the Star Wars Clone Wars Winter Collection. So they do Star Wars collections from time to time. In 2022, it is the Clone Wars edition. So they have jackets, a hoodie, and a hat. 
If you're so you can look like all your friends. That's the <laughs> phone part. I kind of, I kind of want to. I'm kind of geeking out about it. It's good looking stuff, actually. Oh, I was about ready to say. You know, do you have friends? I wish okay. I had it all, there but it's go. expensive. So, the the Republic Parka, five hundred bucks. The Ashaka Tona jacket is four fourteen, and the Republic heavyweight pullover is one hundred forty. Now listen, we sell our Van Sessions hats for like twenty twenty five bucks. <laughs> But the Republic ball cap is forty. It's just hat. That's called branding, folks. That's called a lesson in mar- lesson in marketing. It goes Star Wars, Bandit Clay. Band- it's very close. We're right, to this right below, brand. right below. Yeah. And then we already talked about take your little brother to work day. So we already covered that. And one. we are going to have to include a link to the Christmas markets. So it's just it's too. Yeah, hard yeah, we did that. Bit, okay, so. uh, Angelica, Eric, thanks so much for being here with us today. Appreciate it. Thank Uh-oh. you for having us. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you to Banyan One for powering today's episode of the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is the original YouTube channel we set up for Ogden Outdoor Adventure. It has like 19 subs. You could be the 20th. Uh, you want to be one of the first. You want to say, I remember yeah, when. Yeah, I remember when. Yeah. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thebandycollective.com, the Podbean app for Android. So, oh, I, we have a van sessions that is so fresh, it won't be out for another hour. So those of you here, it won't be, you can't, it's brand new, brand new. But it's already, uh, the podcast is out. Oh, you're video, posting it later. Videos, but you can but you can hear it right now because we're going to play it. We're going to play it for you because this is, um, thank you, Angelica, for the. Um, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, you re- you recommended Fawcett. Is that right? Yes, I did. Yeah, he killed it. And did, so, did he do a podcast like a, a separate interview or just the one from from Van, Van Sessions, Sessions when he performed? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a song live. from Van Sessions. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Oh wait, I got. Yeah, I had it pulled up here, and then I screwed it all up because I. I got out of it, so we'll find. We'll pull it up again. But yeah, this is Wolf from Fossen. So this is the first cut of his. Um, f- so so he did four songs, and, and we release each one individually. The first one releases tonight, which is Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I'm interested to see how well it does because it's Thanksgiving week, and we'll see. And then the full episode on Saturday. But he killed it. And now these songs, podcast version style, style got to admit, you know, like it takes a minute because he's setting it up because he loops everything. So when you're listening to it on the podcast, you're like, what's going on? But if you watch him on the video on YouTube, Eric, you're going to have to watch this so you know what we're talking about. I'm going to borrow looping. your password yeah. on your <laughs> internet. You could... It, Fans as in the YouTube kids page. loop the yeah. music now. It's looping. Yeah. I learned about it. Yeah, yeah it's a whole is... new episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, Wolf by Fawson Van Sessions at the Monarch. Uh, thanks so much. We'll see you in the next episode.
yeah I've been living like a lone wolf, telling at the moon Nobody hit my line at midnight or by noon I've been pacing through the street late, I'll be there soon No telling where I'm going, but I know I have to move Two truths in a lie, we need the pack to stay kicking Nobody came looking for me when I went missing Somebody came clean to me, told me, kid, listen Make apologies, you know things could be different Things change, we grow, I don't fault that Things break and I know I can't stop that These days I don't miss all the contact though Things change, we grow, I don't fault that Things break and I know I can't stop that These days I don't miss all the contact though Yeah Things change and we grow, I don't fault that Things break and I know I can't stop that These days I don't miss all the contact and like no ghost, longing for my home Never really did settle but always had a place to go Went back to the apartment where the homies used to blow smoke Hoping it was those dopes welcoming me home But it seems they moved on so I kept my shoes on as my soul set to the beat of a new drum I guess I knew some morning I would wake up lonely Yeah, 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 yeah Things change and we grow, I don't fault that Things break and I know I can't stop that These days I don't miss all the contact though Things change and we grow, I don't fault that Things break and I know I can't stop that These days I don't miss all the contact though Things change, we grow, I don't fault that. Things break and I know I can stop that. These days I don't miss all the contact though.